Welcome to the Huntington School Music Podcast. Co- uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I'm Captain Birdseye, and we're joined today by a packet of fish fingers. <laughs> Sponsored. <laughs> right, let's try this again. Welcome to the Huntington School Music Podcast uh, with me, Tim Bennett, subject leader for music at Huntington School in York, and I'm joined, as always, by Liz Dunmar, who is the Pathfinder lead for music in York. Hello. And this week, we're not joined by Ian Wilson. He's not available tonight, but we are joined by one of our former students, Holly Boyle. Welcome, Holly. Hello. So we've brought Holly in tonight because we thought it would be really useful to chat through um, why on earth you would do music uh, at GCSE or A-level if you have no intention of pursuing that um, as a professional musician or at university level, because... Holly, you're at university now. You're in your second year. Second year, yeah. Yep, studying. Law and French law. Law and French law. Whereabouts? Um, Oxford, St Anne's College. St Anne's College at Oxford. So obviously that's got an awful lot to do with your music GCSE and A-level. Yeah, so much. So so we just thought it'd be really interesting to unpick what you feel the benefits of your time with us um, have been um, on what you're doing now and what perhaps you might hope to do in the future. Um, where I was talking about, aren't we? Um, when it comes to GCC and A-level options, how we are commonly questioned, why would you want to do it if you're not going to go and do it professionally? And yet it's not commonly asked of other subjects. So why would it happen of music? What made you choose GCSE, Holly? Um, I think there are a few different reasons why um, I was drawn to music. I think I'd gotten involved with the department pre-GCSE and knew that it was an environment that I felt really confident in, um, people that I got along with really well. You know, the subject content is also just, like, fun because it's I... It's good, you know, isn't it? Yeah. It's a cracking It's course. not, like, drab music theory, you know. It's, no. like, it's engaging. And um, I, I just had such a good experience in lower school that it was like, well, I, this isn't even... This isn't a question. I'm obviously going to do GCSE music. Doing music GCSE isn't just, like, learning stuff in a textbook or, like, learning about the set works and analysing pieces of music. It's also about composing and performing and, you know, like, really getting, like, stuck in the hands-on practical work, which actually most of the joy comes from is actually making the music yourself and like having the facilities and opportunity to do that and you did incredibly well at GCSE <laughs> I did all right <laughs> <laughs> with that nine of yours <laughs> uh, but then you chose to go uh, to, to do a level as well yeah what took you to a level what brought you to A-level? Again, well, part of it was just like a no question about it. I'm obviously going to do A-level music. I don't know. It was always it was always my plan. And it kind of just was like I was more enthusiastic about it because I had such a good time at GCSE and like doing all the extracurricular choirs and big band, stuff like that. And, you know, chamber concert, live lounge, arts festival. Um, and A-level is just like a big, it's it's not a big step up, but it is a big step up. Like they always say that, like there's a big gap and like a bridge between um, GCC and A level. And like I think I was just well facilitated at GCC that I'd actually thought, yeah, this is this is the natural is like progression. Yeah, mm. and I think I actually really sh- there were some parts of music that I really struggled with when at GCC. And I remember my last set of mocks before. Um, 
actually doing my exams in, in June, I actually didn't do very well. Well, I did okay, but it wasn't like what I was actually capable of. And I think, I don't know, I worked hard and then realised that, you know, this was actually something I am really passionate about, not just because it's not just another subject for me. And so A-level just seemed the right thing to do. And I, I always knew I was going to do it. And then I did not regret it. And I have quite a few friends that uh, uni that do music and I get them to tell me everything because I'm just so interested and I'm like what are you writing your essays on like I there was in third year I'm pretty sure you do um, Rite of Spring and I just like I was just like oh my god this is so cool like this is what I used to do and like, I can actually have intellectual conversations with people yes, about depth. music and they're mm. like how do you know this you study law and I'm like well mm. my life before I came to uni <laughs> was music and because I was so passionate about it and like I don't know a real drive to be better um especially when it came to music because I also because I was surrounded by such talented people it always just made me want to do more and then like in terms of music in itself being like well you would think oh, I do law and a language you know it's not really re relevant to music um like essay writing that I picked up from a level like some of the skills there have been so useful um what types of things so like we always talked about looking at something holistically, yep. then big picture, big picture thing, yeah. and then honing in. And yeah. that is just basically how I write my essays now. And yeah. it really works in my favour. Like to pick a bigger, like, you know, to say it, we would do like forces. What are the forces? And then, you know, you'd go into finer detail about like the details of a piece. Yeah. And, you know, it works similarly in law. What's the broad law? Yes. What's the stuff, like the cases that are applicable here, how would I change it? It's like... And interestingly, I know mm. our listeners can't see this, but Holly's actually drawing <laughs> the inverted triangle that we always use in our <laughs> essays. Mm. So you start, so yeah, so it's a tri triangle on its head, isn't it? Yeah. Thing of going out, what's the big picture? That's really interesting mm. that you've done that. Yeah. Um, because having talked to Will, who's at um, RAM, RAM now, yeah. Royal Academy, he said he's doing exactly the same mm. with his uh, writing. So how are you involved in music now, and what gave you the you know, the confidence, the drive to want to get involved? involved in music at Oxford? Well, obviously, because of COVID, the big C word, like, I wasn't involved at all for, like, the first year of my degree, just because there were no opportunities, because people were trying to, you know, work out how to just, like, live as well, yeah. not just, not thinking about all the extracurriculars and, like, choirs and things and all the science behind singing and whatever. Um, so my first year, I really didn't get any opportunity, and I noticed such, like, a just a piece of me that was missing I'd, I'd it sound as cringy as that sounds but it's just like it shaped my time at Huntington like that's how I think like, I stayed here for A level I was thinking about you know look, I looked at other places but then stayed and because I stayed I stayed for music and it was just always I don't know it just yeah it just was my Huntington experience was mostly music and so now, I, as soon as this term started and things were like looking a lot more normal, I was like, right, well, my obvious focus is going to be trying to get back into music. So I sing in a couple of choirs. Um, we have, um, because like a thing at Oxford is that there are like college chapel choirs. Unfortunately, my college is one of the ones that doesn't have a chapel because of like secular, you know, it's one of the more modern ones. But you can get involved at other colleges. So I sing at Pembroke um, with like loads of Pembroke students. I think there's only one other girl from a different college. And that's in itself meeting loads of new people, lo loads of new people in other year groups you know sharing a you know sharing a love of music and singing all these great pieces like that 
just I used to sing kind of with secret choir and then also with like the youth chapter, chapter house yeah. and like I do really love that music and then but haven't really had an opportunity to like re you know Explore like it. Yeah, yeah get back yeah. into it because I know I mean sometimes I'll put on a little bit of you know, choral music when yeah. I'm studying but that's not right my go-to um and so yeah I sing in a couple of choirs I sing in another choir which is, isn't related to uni but I just saw they were offering scholarships and I thought wow getting paid to do music that's just the dream how am I getting paid for this this is crazy <laughs> like this is just I would do this like obviously I would do it for free but it's like that's like that's the dream I can you know earn a bit of a side hustle at uni just by doing something I'm really <laughs> something I'm really like passionate about and it's like also building up my sight reading just having to like be like right here are the four hymns we're singing today here's the psalms and you know there's just so much like that we've also got a acapella group at Anne's called Stackapella um, that we did I did a few things with them this term not so much just because the rehearsals are on a Sunday and I would have Headington Plain Song in the morning and then my even song with um, Pembroke for about four and like late into the evening so Sundays would be like my music days and it was like other people that I didn't know did music because I didn't study music at college like that's how I like came to meet them and even and oh I did an open mic night this term um I'm I'm involved with um the people uh who run like the entertainment in college there are some of my really good friends so we do like karaoke like every other week and we had an open mic night which was great because one of my friends I discovered he could play guitar and like I had no idea um, and we just did a random little set together and it was like, it's so cool, this reminds me of when I was, you know, here, like when I was singing with Danny, like, like it just these like amazing memories. And I was like, wow, I can like still do this. It went from not having any of it for about 18 months to now it like really being my thing again, which I really yeah, missed. Yeah, that's wonderful. Um, so like I get involved with like a little bit of other extracurriculars, but like, I was like, I came into the last term knowing I was like, right, music will be happening this term like I don't know I don't care what I have to do but I am going to get involved somehow it's so like it's it's so lovely hearing you talking about all the things that you're involved in because you know I, I always my, my final speech to the GCSE students kind of when they just before they go to do their exam is always like you know if you all get grade nines and never do any music ever again mm -hmm. in, in in your future then I failed you because you know what what we want is people to go and be lifelong musicians that's the, that's the point I always I always say to them as well pass it on you know it's our job like music's this gift that you keep on passing on to the next generation mm. as soon as we stop mm. passing it on the thing dies um, and in you you know you're just describing with great enthusiasm <laughs> all the things that, that you're that you're doing which is you know what we want to kind of send out from Huntington I guess my my question is what do we need to do to ensure that we do that for as many people at Huntington as possible what what were what worked do you know what I mean? I think obviously COVID permitting, things are different now, but I know just, I mean, all the opportunities that we were given, I've, like I've mentioned, like most of them already, like live lounge, arts first, chamber concert, choirs. Um, when we did the, we did the choir festival with like loads of primary school kids. I, like I had like, for some reason I just completely forgotten about that. And I was reminded the other day, I was like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. Like, like that's, that's sharing music with younger people. And then, like little like younger kids seeing all these like teenagers like being so passionate about like was it was it long, was it long train running or something yeah, yeah, and that's just like, yeah, it was and great, that and one, like Jack it? playing yeah. on the harmonica yeah, yeah. and like seeing all these like 
like cooler older people if I can call yeah, it's us that, as that if you can't see it you can't be yeah. stuff and it's, it is passing it on isn't it and letting younger students see that yeah and so you now being an ambassador do you know what I was going to ask you was you're singing in a choir and you audition for a choir that's not your college mm. what gave you the drive or the confidence to say now I can do this I'm going to just rock up and I'm going to go for this I think I don't know I think maybe because it would be easy to go, no, I can't, I am i don't have, I, I, I'm not, I, I don't feel I'm yeah. up to it or something. Or feel, oh, well, I'm not an undergraduate studying music at Oxford, yeah. so maybe I shouldn't go for this. Mm. What made you walk through the door? I think, oh, that is a good question. I think... Because I think crossing the threshold is once you've done it, mm. and I often feel like this about like coming to choirs and bands and stuff, and I often say to students, look, rock up. Mm. If you don't like it, that's all don't right. We're it, not yeah. going to chain you to a desk <laughs> yeah. or something. Do you know what I mean? Give it a go. Uh, and don't tell me you don't like things until you've tried mm. it, You know, giving it a little bit of a run of a few weeks and then make a decision. Don't make a decision after your first visit, but you know, give it a couple of weeks. But I, I'd, I'd love to know what was going through your head as you walked into Audition X. Mm. I think I just I was so... I missed it so much right. that I was like, nothing is going to get in the way. Right. And also, it's a thing of... I kind of, I, I kind of forgot that I could do it. And I don't know, I was kind of reminded, like, by some of my uni friends who, like, I, I feel like when I was at Huntington, I was, like... I was kind of like known as a musician. People knew that I did stuff in the de- like department. Like I did yeah. panto and things. People knew that I could like warble a tune. Yeah. And like so, then I came to uni and knew no one knew that about me, yes. which is really strange because that was like my major identity when I was here. Yeah. So then, when people heard me like actually perform and sing this term, and like before my auditions and stuff, they were like, "Oh, you actually you're all right." And it was like, <laughs> and like I've not had that reaction from people in such a long time because everyone I hung out with at school like you know we bonded over music and we like yeah. we re- brought built each other up with each other's talent and like yeah. we like knew that about each other and it was like so fundamental whereas like now my friendship group at uni is so like non-musical like actually to have people be like oh you're actually you know all right at this and like that re- that you know reinvigorates confidence in yourself and then I think also ch- the chapel that I sing in is really beautiful oh, I and bet. I just and we don't have kind of that architecture at Anne's because it is more modern whereas yeah. Pembroke's one of the a lot a lot older um, and just the it's idea of being surrounded by other people who appreciate music again yeah. like I love the people that I'm friends with at uni um, and it's a nice change of pace to what I was used to in yeah. school but there is a certain I know that was like it was my family when I was here and also when you're when you're with musicians who get it mm. you can be singing together you know four part whatever and you can glance at each other mm. and without saying anything mm. there's a little warm glow isn't there off the beauty of a combination yeah. of pictures that doesn't need a conversation mm. nobody needs to say anything everybody just gets it yeah and, and feels oh, it at that moment. That is just oh, it's so magical. And like, oh, I did an audition for um, a jazz, like a big jazz a cappella group in um, Oxford, and um, I uh, I didn't make it through. But just that one hour and a half where we were doing oh, these beautiful chords and just that shouldn't work, but they do. And <laughs> you would just look across and you just like make eye contact with someone and smile because you're just overcome by this like 
just a like veil of music and it's just so beautiful and just like oh and then like I was I was on the phone to my mum after being like I don't think it went very well but oh my gosh it was one of the coolest experiences because I was again surrounded by people who like take it seriously but don't take it too seriously it's yeah. like they you're all there to sing this is our craft but we we have fun with it as well yeah type of thing. and it's not just like ah oh, yeah I just I I had a fantastic experience with that and I think I had that audition before I had my Pembroke Chapel one and I had I just had to sing um was I think it was once in Royal David City just like the top line <laughs> yeah. um and just I was like oh yeah I can do this and also just singing in a chapel like quite high mm. lines and it's just like oh yeah you know I feel really like I just I feel quite like powerful I don't yeah, know because it lifts you doesn't yeah. it yeah and like all the like when I think about it um all the work that I did with Mrs Welford like when I was practicing for my um you know my uh Your performance for A level yeah, yeah and like really actually honing in on those vocal skills that I'd never really done before yeah. so I use all of that still now and that's all the stuff that she taught me I still think about like when I'm singing and it's I'd notice I I'm so much better now even like than even where after like 18 months not really doing anything properly I'm so much better now because I remember these skills and I've actually you know found a place to like try it out again and you know remember so life beyond university um how do you imagine you'll still have music in your life because it sounds like you had a little period where you lost it for a while mm. do you know what I mean so w what do you imagine you'll go on to be involved in I think I again it'll be a thing of like I need to get involved in something, otherwise I'm not going to be able to operate like a normal human. Like the balance <laughs> of having, you know, like a, like, well, you know, my studies and then my, like, out, my outside interests. Like for the longest time that has been studies and music. And I think, like, I couldn't give that up when I left uni. I mean, I don't plan on leaving uni for a long time. Maybe that's just me staying in the bubble of education and knowing that these opportunities are, like, available for me. But, um, I don't know. It's, I just I can't imagine never stopping. And, you know, like say there's like community choirs that you can get involved in. And I know it's like really far thinking, but like, I don't know, the idea of perhaps one day like getting my children to do music, like that mm. just, the idea and like, I did like ballet when I was younger. That was like my thing. And then I kind of discovered music when I, at the end of primary school. And I was like, oh, actually, I quite like this. Um, and like, I'd always done musical related stuff. Obviously, ballet is like a very musical and I'd, I'm performing and that kind of thing. But I'd never really honed it in to be like, you know, um, like singing until like the end of primary school. But like, I never did any um, like piano tuition or like, like choirs or anything until. Um, I came to secondary school. So the, I don't know the idea of like, you know, like you said about passing it on to like the next generation. Just like that sounds really fun. I'm like, like you know, oh, just the idea of being like, yeah, you can have my passion for music, and mm -hmm. like this is all the stuff that I used to do when I was in school. Well, Come thank on. you so much for coming in, and it's lovely to hear your story. And long may you continue. And I, you know hope to I, I was hoping you might say oh and I'll start a choir <laughs> I'll start running groups oh, it's definitely if it's on not the table. there yeah. in the place that I'm working I'm going to put it together and yeah. get a few people's voices together and get people singing mm. I remember a student of ours from a few years ago going to can't remember where university and he said oh there's no man choir 
and we said start one, start yeah. one. and he did yeah. um, but uh, it's that thing of you don't just because it's not there it's kind of taking the next step and going so let's make this happen yeah somehow and pass it on well, but that thank was, you that was my mum's like big advice like especially in in third term last year she was like just because like you know something's not there like do it make it happen for yourself like yeah. message people ask them if they want to get involved i remember putting something on the facebook for my um my like college Facebook, like that everyone like gets notifications for. Like I didn't have any of my instruments with me in third term. Big mistake. And I was like, does anyone have um, like a guitar or mm. like a keyboard or something that I can borrow? Or like, does anyone know when the music room is going to be open again? Because they shut them off to just music students because of COVID and like regulating who yeah, was in there and mm-hmm. stuff. And I was like, does anyone know when they're going to be open again? Does anyone have like any you know music yeah. because I need it to like survive? So <laughs> yeah. And I guess my take home from what you've said today is we've got to do three things. We've got to teach really well, we've got to create community, and we've got to provide opportunities. And those are the three things that we we need to make sure that we keep on doing so we turn out more lifelong musicians. Fantastic. And for those of you out there listening, if indeed anyone is, (laughs) which is Tim's favourite line, um, thank you and get in touch um, via Twitter or you can uh, take a look at some of our other stuff that's on uh, the website and you can also listen to our stuff on Apple Music and on Spotify. But yeah, do get in touch and we'll see you again. Bye. Bye. Bye.